Good morning, YouTube family. This is the recap to our happy crappy hour this morning. And if you were with me, I told you I was going to read this article to you from beginning to end, hopefully without too much interruption. In the live stream, happy crappy hour, we stopped at places to discuss some of the uh, red flags here. But today I want to cover the story where this man was found not just cheating on multiple people, multiple women, but he was married, he had a fiance who was pregnant. It was the day before their due date when she went searching for him and um, he was caught uh, pretty much in the arms of another woman. <laughs> and um, there were they discovered a slew of other women besides the three of them. So, I wanted to start this story. I will put a link to the to the article in the comment section. But this is the article. And I've edited it a little bit just to make it a little more clear. But this is the, you know, the reason I want to read this is because it portrays the narcissist. And you will probably see yourself in some of the, the revelations that came out in this story. All right, starts off with this woman, the fiance who is pregnant, Chelsea. Hold on a second, you guys. Had to get some water. <clears throat> All right. Chelsea didn't plan to spend the day before her baby was due, driving 16 hours to bang on the door of her fiance's parents' house. But there she was. 19 months earlier, she'd started Instagram messaging with Richard. A lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army. He was 10 years her senior, had two sons from a previous marriage, and lived 600 miles away, but she didn't mind. He was smart and funny, and they, ha they talked easily. They met in person for the first time in December 2019. They talked every day since. At the beginning of 2020, when he told her he was being relocated to Virginia, she volunteered to move with him. In October, she found out she was pregnant with their first child, but now it was June 7th, last month, the day before their birthday was, before, sorry, the day before their baby was due, and Chelsea hadn't been able to reach Richard in more than 48 hours, so she packed up her belongings, waddled out to the car, and set off to find him. In retrospect, there were always things about the relationship that seemed off. According to Chelsea, she was watching Army leadership videos one night and stumbled across one of Richard, in which he talked about having a daughter. When she asked him why he'd never mentioned the third child, he told her she had died. Another time, she found the results from two local 10K races in which Richard had finished right in front of the same female Army member. When she asked if he knew the woman, he brushed her off. His ex-wife had even called her once in February of this year, 2021, and left a voicemail. But she says Richard told her the woman was crazy and out for his money, so she ignored it. The strangest incident happened in the spring of last year when the couple decided to move to Virginia together. Chelsea says she volunteered to go early so she could settle in and find work. Richard was supposed to relocate in June, but then, in April, he told her he had been deployed. She doesn't recall where exactly, but she remembers him calling her on WhatsApp from Kuwait. He didn't know how long he'd be gone. 
At one point during the deployment, he told her he'd broken his foot and had to be evacuated to Germany. He even sent her an x-ray of the break. In August, Chelsea was on a run near the army base when she saw what looked like Richard's Jeep. It had Illinois plates and stickers for the Rangers, his former division. When she asked Richard about it, he insisted it wasn't his car. But a few days later, while filling up her gas tank on base, she saw him open the door and get in. He played it off as if he was trying to surprise me post-deployment and that he had to quarantine and that I ruined the whole surprise. She said he did his typical thing of belittling me, making me feel like I'm the crazy one, and then saying, I love you, everything will be fine, don't overthink it, she said. Richard had a way of doing that, she said, making her feel like she was the crazy one. When she was pregnant, he'd often blame her suspicions on her hormones, saying they were making her paranoid. She'd been cheated on in past relationships, she said, and figured she was just hypersensitive. And besides, when Richard was nice to her, he was really nice. He rented a townhouse for her to stay in while he lived on base, and he came over all the time, taking her on hikes and to the park, ordering takeout and talking for hours. When he said he was awarded a silver star, one of the military's highest honors, she says he told her to buy a fancy dress and come with him to the ceremony. Chelsea says she bought a journal to write in write in during her pregnancy, but didn't use it much. Quote, because most of my pregnancy was really depressing. Unquote. One of the only entries is from October 6th, the day she told Richard she was pregnant. Quote, the first thing he did was grab me in the kitchen and give me a hug and a kiss. She said, it seemed really genuine and he seemed like he really cared and he really wanted us to be a family. Obviously, looking at it now, she added, I think, wow, how effed up. According to military records, Richard served in the Rangers and was deployed to Afghanistan in 2011 and 2012, but has not been sent overseas since 2014. He has never been awarded a Silver Star. According to court records, Richard is legally married and has been for almost 18 years to the same woman. The pair have three children together, all very much alive. According to multiple sources, the pair was having marital problems in August, so his wife volunteered to take the kids home with her to Illinois and give him some space. His wife was about to move back in January of this year when she got a phone call from yet another woman telling her she was engaged to him. And she wasn't the only one. Another woman, Jessica told the Daily Beast she was engaged to Richard in 2017 while his wife was pregnant with their third child. The pair went on several trips together, including one of his with one of his co-workers, and he'd even met her parents, but she says she had no idea about his wife and family at home. He did tell her, as he'd told Chelsea, that he'd lost a child tragically and that it had ruined his previous marriage. He also told her he'd been awarded two Purple Hearts and a Silver Star, the latter of which he claimed to have thrown out in anger after they fought. Jessica says he claimed to have been deployed several times during their relationship, once while she was at home tending to her dying mother, and another time that forced them to postpone their hastily arranged nuptials in Las Vegas. The second time she asked for some kind of proof of his deployment so she could get refunds for their airfare and hotel rooms. The deployment papers he sent her appear to be fake.
He's got this playbook, Jessica said. He tells these lies about his dead children, about his PTSD, his deployment, and all the horrible things he's had to do. He creates all these imaginary traumas to cloak his lies in. It's amazing lining up those lies across all the people I talk to and being like, wow, you too, she added. It's dysfunctional, but also kind of comforting because, like, maybe I'm not insane. In February, when Richard's wife called her, Chelsea had disregarded it. But on June 7th, she was at her wit's end. She was 24 hours from her due date, and the last time she'd spoken to her fiancé was two days earlier, when she called to tell him she was having contractions, and he yelled at her not to bother him at work. She'd called and texted him dozens of times since then with no response. Desperate to reach him, she called the support staff at the base, who seemed confused. A secretary there passed her to the sergeant major, who called her by Richard's wife's name. When she told the sergeant her baby was due any day, she needed to see him urgently, and she needed to see him urgently, he responded, Ma'am, Richard is on leave. So Chelsea called his wife. I was like, listen, I know you probably don't like me because I'm the new person in his life, but I'm calling you out of desperation because I haven't been able to find Richard, she recalled. And she goes, Chelsea, we're still married. His wife told Chelsea that Richard was likely in Illinois for, hearing, for a hearing in their divorce case the next day. So Chelsea packed up her car and drove the 16 hours straight there. When she finally made it at 2 a.m., she couldn't help making one last pit stop at Richard's parents' house. I knew he didn't have anywhere else to go, she said. According to a police report from that night, Richard's father told a dispatcher that Chelsea parked outside of the house and threatened to burn it down if his son didn't come out, didn't come outside. Chelsea denies this. She told an officer who arrived on the scene that she was 40 weeks pregnant with Richard's baby and provided photos of them together and a lease agreement with their names on it. When the officer interviewed Richard, he said he had no idea who Chelsea was and that she was probably stalking him, a scenario that seemed impossible, the officer wrote, given the information Chelsea had provided. The officer let her go. Chelsea says the officer also provided her with the name of the woman staying with Richard at his parents' house that night. It was the same woman from the 10K races. Working together, poring over old phone records, credit card charges, and travel itineraries, Chelsea and Jessica say they, and Richard's wife, have identified at least four other women with whom the soldier engaged in serious long-term relationships over the last five years while still married. Chelsea says she's been contacted by several more since she started posting about his behavior on Instagram, but they've been too afraid to come forward. That's the problem, the women agree. Richard had a habit of dating army subordinates and widows of men who died in combat, women who'd be too embarrassed to say anything about it or whose careers would be ruined if they did. Many of the women they contacted said they had a husband or a family or a business and didn't want to get involved, Jessica said. And neither do I, she, she added, but I also kind of want to see him burn. Richard did not respond to requests for comment sent by email and through his divorce lawyer. His phone number appears to have been changed. His Instagram account has been wiped. The only remaining traces of him on the internet include a medium page where he posts melancholy poetry 
and a Pinterest account. The account has one public board, Projects to Try, which contains a link to do-it-yourself fake divorce papers. The Army previously told the Army Times it was aware of and investigating the allegations against him. In a statement, it added that he had been temporarily suspended from his position, pending the outcome of the investigation. Chelsea and Richard's wife met in person for the first time at his divorce hearing on June 8th, the same day his baby with Chelsea was due. Chelsea and Jessica both testified at the hearing, in which his estranged wife petitioned for custody of their kids. Chelsea said she told the judge she was testifying to make sure Richard never touches his children or does anything to them the way he did to us, and so he never ever gets his hands on my daughter. Unquote. She said Richard avoided eye contact with her throughout the hearing, but looked up at her at that moment, quote, almost like an I'm sorry type of thing. In my head, I'm like, no, you're not, she recalled. You're a disgusting human being. Chelsea's daughter was born June 13th, healthy except for some mild jaundice. She sent Richard photos of the newborn via email, but he never responded. The last three weeks have been like living a nightmare, Chelsea said, but her daughter keeps her going. If it wasn't for all this stuff I went through, I never would have gotten her, she said, and I love her to pieces. She also thinks in some way that what happened to her was faded. She isn't like many of the other women, with their livelihoods dependent on keeping Richard's secret. She has family, a career, and a life of her own. She can expose his lies in public because she has nothing to lose. I think what I went through, I went through for a reason, because I was going to be the one to speak up, she said. He's been getting away with it for over a decade, she added. Your time is up, unquote. Well, you guys, that was the article. I went through there, and as you can tell, there were many red flags of him taking her away to different places, dodging her and ditching her the most inopportune times, and even the day before their baby is due, yelling at her about not contacting him at work or disturbing him at work. I mean, how insane is that, right? And then skipping town, not even letting her know he skipped town. He was even in the arms of another woman during that time while he was getting divorce proceedings done uh, with his wife. You guys, you cannot make this stuff up. And when people don't believe you about what you went through with a narcissist in your life, read them that article or post, not post, but uh, play this video for them. Well, you guys, I hope this has helped you to realize that you are not crazy, that you are powerful and you have a future ahead for you now that the narcissist is out of there. So blessings to you and I will see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment on the video. That just helps our channel and I appreciate you. I'll talk to you next week.